This is Secrets to Win Big, your roadmap to sustained growth. Brought to you by Arjun Sen, founder and CEO of Zen Mango, top brand growth driver and a former Fortune 500 executive who has been called one of the most marketing intelligent minds in the business. Find him at zenmango.com. And now, here's your host, Arjun Sen. Welcome to Secrets to Win Big with Arjun Sen. Hi, this is Arjun. And it's truly a pleasure to have incredible conversations with leaders from all walks of life all over the world. And the reason it's important is each one of us have a unique, different journey where our starting points are different, our end destinations are different, as well as the exact path that we choose is kind of different. And in that spirit, what we all want to accomplish is win big on our own terms. So today, I'm really fortunate to have this super VIP guest, Cheryl Lynn, the founder of Joyly. I would, I will read her brief bio, but bio to me sometimes is just words. And I want to, before I read the bio, I want to just go into a feeling mode because when I met Cheryl at a C-Suites event and she shared about her vision, I just felt better about the world. I just was so happy that somebody was thinking about this because in a world where, let's be totally honest, many a day, most of us look at what can we get. Cheryl, the founder of Joyly, evolves joy everywhere she goes. She gives this feeling to each one of us every day. She believes where there is joy, there is life. And what makes it incredible is Cheryl has in her past life an incredible track record of leadership, offering practical solution-based focus. Her experience includes as the founder and owner of a successful family consulting firm, where she was director of marketing and public relations. She was also the business development director for uh, several firms in the consumer packaged good industry. And altogether, the reason I go back into the background is that I have seen in the world to make something sustain and make it big for everyone. Not only need, do you need the big heart that Cheryl has and a big idea, but also you need a process to sustain that over an incredibly long period of time. And that makes Cheryl Lynn so incredibly cool. Cheryl, sorry for the long introduction and welcome to Secrets to Win Big. Thank you, Arjun. I am very pleased to be here today. So Cheryl, I just want to ask, what happened? How did that journey start? Like, can we go back to the exact date, time, where you jumped up and felt that you wanted to shift to the world of Joyly and literally there was no going back? Uh, you know, I tried to pin that down, Arjun, but the honest answer is the earliest memory that I can have is, is uh, watching my mom watch Martin Luther King and the funeral procession. Mm -hmm. and 
throughout the years, for some reason or another, my, my yearning for joy was weaved through all the tragedies and all of the, you know, um, the, the, uh, the, the horrific shootings, Oklahoma bombings, the Virginia Tech, the Las Vegas, you know, uh, shootings where 61 people passed, just everything just kept igniting the flame. So I would say as early as four years old, I remember that I needed to do something in this world around joy. Wow. So this was something that grew with you, in you, and it was a point of time this just decide became the defining force in your life. So what's the vision of Joyly? Like, what do you want to accomplish in the next three, next year, next three to five years, 10 years? Like, how would the world be different with Joyly making it better for each one of us? Yes. Um, the the idea of Joyly again, if you're seeing me sitting in this chair right here, I purchased this chair right before the COVID started. I think that is when I sort of felt this crumbling going on with uh, all the things that were going on in the world in the in the day and age that we're uh, finding ourselves in. So I told my husband we're buying this chair, and it was my answer to everyone asking me, "How is it that you get to be joyful with all the challenge in the world?" So. The chair is really the catapult or the tool, if you will, of bringing the conversation around joy to the forefront. So the vision is no longer for us to make joy something we only have at Christmas time or, uh, you know, the birthday parties or, or all holidays. It's something that needs to be morning, noon and night. It's a conversation that if we don't make a priority in our personal lives and our business lives, like what just might happen in the future? Like it just pains me to think about. So the vision is for joy to be prioritized so that we can all increase peace, calm and vitality. And I think that we need to do it together. And, um, and that's the Joyly uh, world is to, how do we bring people like yourselves, leaders of joy from all over the world uh, under Joyly, with Joyly, to really make the vibration of joy the dominant vibration on the planet. So that is our quest. And I was waiting for you to say it first, because I didn't want to say that first, but the chair of joy is a fascinating, real, it's not a concept, it's a reality. Okay? Tell me a little bit about the chair of joy, and what are some incredible moments that you're comfortable sharing people, including you have felt when you sit on that chair. Oh my gosh, Arjun, I know we've been we've been around the block a few times, you and me, and I know you've heard a few of these stories, but let me just tell you every single time, and I've, I'm up to 275 people that have sat in the chair of joy so far, and every single time that someone goes through the 30 minute process, process it's absolutely transformational. Like, I myself sit down, I just did it before the call actually. And I had some, you know, little angst going on because someone, you know, had this to say about that and whatever. And, and the minute I sit down and, and to go through the process is different than the minute that I stand up a few minutes later. So some of the folks that have gone through um, just wonderful stories of people going, I never knew about this practice. The framework around the chair of joy is life-changing. Um, I now know what it feels like to feel joy. I had the biggest financial year of my life. One gentleman told me um, 
Let's see what else. One gentleman moved across country because he was sitting in his chair of joy three times a day, like I asked him to, and he packed up his things and moved across country. So I just think people have to understand, Arjun, right? That joy isn't out there. It isn't someday. It isn't, oh my gosh, what do I have to do to get it? It's inside of us. And so that is the chair of joy process that we are bringing to the world. It's a super easy five-step program and it's free to everybody who is interested. I love that. And what I even love is it's not just an idea. It is reality. 275 people all around the world have sat and felt it. So as we are all listening, I just want to ask you for a very unreasonable favor is can you give everyone one step or one thing that they can, as they're listening, they can do something, one thing they can do to start feeling that. And then they come to you and sit on the chair of joy. One thing they can all do. Mm, I think there's two things and they're both super simple. One is look around your house and I'm looking at your backdrop there and I see that beautiful yellow stool back there. And um, what we all think is that joy is somewhere out there, like I said, but honestly, a chair is anywhere, any place, anytime. So I would ask everyone to look around their house and find your chair of joy. Mm -hmm. um, I just had our, we just brought on a new CEO. We'll talk about her later, but she went out and purchased a big leather or a big purple uh, chase and put it in a specific room of her house that was empty. So the idea is your body, it's a physical aspect. So once you find your chair of joy, it gets a lot easier. So that's step one. And step two is, um, I would say there's so many things, but the easiest one is just sit down and take a deep breath and see if you can tap into a moment of joy. So Arjun, why don't you do that right now for me? Just take a deep breath in and tell me one joyful moment yesterday or the day before or a year ago, it doesn't matter, 10 years ago. See if you can land on one and share it with us today. Yeah, so right away, my mind goes to a big hug my daughter gave me before she traveled back to Philadelphia. Mm. And this was a hug we waited for nearly two months, mm. even though she was in town and literally half a mile from me because I became COVID positive and I just didn't want to even get close to her till I was like 150% safe. And I even remember the night before when I told her, hey, you know, you're going back, I've got food ready for you. And, you know, she always goofy kid needs quarters for her washing machine. I had those. And she said, no, dad, I just need the hug. And I'm so glad you took me back there. Because once you connect to that most important thing in any second, nothing else matters, you know. And I'm so glad that you shared this, that we can all do it every day. And the concept is simple, a physical chair that becomes your chair of joy. And let's tap into a moment of joy in your life. And- Yes, the, the idea, Arjun, sorry, not to interrupt, but what you, what you share there was so precious. Like we all have moments of that. And the mm -hmm. idea is how do you let that hug permeate through your body as if it were a glass of wine or a piece of chocolate or a ice cream cone? Like how, mm -hmm. 
how do you just let it go from your head to your toe? And that's the trick. So not only are you sitting in your chair of joy and tapping into one amazing moment, but letting it really sink in. And there's a lot of science behind that neuroplasticity and dopamine and serotonin and all kinds of reasons why, but um, I'd love to have everyone sit in the chair of joy and share the process. But thank you for playing a little bit. You did great. <laughs> thank you. Do I get five stars? No, just uh -huh. 20. <laughs> 20. That's amazing. So to me, I think, you know, as you start, you know, again, I'm somewhat speechless. It doesn't happen to me, but thank you for taking me to that point is you have got incredible amount of leaders who literally have fallen in love with Joy Lee, you and the team on first sight, first year, first interaction. Okay. So how have you found so many people and how are you harnessing this incredible energy of people around you in this journey? Well, we're both members of C-suite. So that's a, a network that we're members of. And uh, I didn't join them until October. So it was me and my chair and begging my family and friends to sit in the chair prior to October of last year. Mm -hmm. And then once I joined C-suites and, and a couple other organizations, um, you pretty much uh, executive leadership type of organiza organizations, I really just knew that the the desire, the long, the the longing, the yearning in everybody is universal. It doesn't matter if you're at CEO suite or, you know, someone who's just fostered forty seven children in her lifetime. Mm -hmm. uh, it's anybody and everyone. And so I think that's why me and CEOs are just really clicking because I feel that you, Arjun, and all the people that I've connected with really have the ability to influence. The amount of impact that we can take 250,000 CEOs and put them through the chair of joy and their 250 employees per, uh, per, per corporation, that's 60.8% of the people in the United States that would be touched by these, these CEOs and their leadership of joy. So our desire is to create a culture of joy amongst the corporations so that it can start to trickle down and become something phenomenal. And if I could just share my big vision, Arjun, it, it's to raise up a new generation of CEOs or any leader or any teacher of any organizations or whatever this young person wants to do, uh, military, whatever, whatever it is. But when they're like, for, so I'll tell I'll tell the the thirty thousand foot vision first, and then I'll break it down in a minute. But the idea is when we look at the timeout chair, to me that is just crazy, belonky. Like I don't understand it. Like why not a chair of joy when you're a two year old and a three year old, and a four year old, so that when your CEO is now a, a little child, they understand the language of joy. And by the time they get to the corporate boardroom, they also have the conversation and they know what it's like. So just real briefly, I'm going to tell a, a quick story about my granddaughter, if I may, if I may, because I'm using her as practice. <laughs> so I had her sit in the chair. What's, and, her, name? What's her name? Dylan. Dylan. Yes, and she runs around a bit the chair. She's not always still and she calls it the care of joy because she can't say chair of joy yet. Oh. And she was having a little moment like I could see the screeching coming and I said, hey, hey, hey. My first thought went to let's go to the timeout chair. And then I said, hey, what about joy? What happened this morning that was joyful for you? You saw it immediately flip 
in her in her demeanor. She said, that was really fun when we made the shrinkables this morning and then we painted and Lolly, I really like doing, it was amazing what happened. Mm -hmm. And so we are going to continue practicing. I'm not really sure how that all works out, but that is the research that uh, my, me and my executive and partners are working on right now. Yeah, and I love the whole concept because what it tells me is none of us are too young or too old to live a life full of joy. And it's the good contagiousness that we are looking for right now because it's contagious. Because to me, I really think that you requesting me to sit on the chair, and of course, you say something, we all do it because we all care about you and we love you. You're amazing. Mm -hmm. It changed the tone of this conversation right there. Mm -hmm. So how do you measure success? Like to me, as you're going through, you know, Joyly is not just a simple concept. The very fact you talked about 60 plus percent, I right away am looking at 210 million people in this country. And because of you, 275 already has sat and they are spreading it in their world. And that 275 more than that happened at the beginning of the journey. So kudos to you for an amazing. So how are you looking at measuring success for Joyly? Like how do you build on that and make it bigger in the next three years, five years and 10 years? Oh. You know, you know me, Arjun, I've got a thousand ideas and they're trying to, try, everyone's trying to pack them down into a, a little suitcase or a little file folder. So it's challenging, mm -hmm. but if there's no filters, this is what I would say. And first of all, before I go there, I also want to say that joy is not, uh, not something I do every day, all day long, right? We're all humans. Myself, I get into all five emotions, which are anger, sadness, uh, um, anger, sadness, worry, disgust, and fear. And like, we just do that. It just, it just happens. It comes into our psyche every day. And I welcome it because I know what to do when it comes in. So if sadness comes in, something happens, I don't stay there in depression, in depression, right? I have a tool now, the chair of joy to inter intercept that crazy chaotic, chaotic, whatever it is, and, um, and get back to joy. So I just wanted to say that a lot of times mm -hmm. people think, you know, that, you know, I don't get it. Like, how do you do it? And so anyway, I just wanted to put that out there. So the measurement, the measurement of success is is um, so we're just starting really, I think, in a very strategic way. Our our goal for 2021 is to get five CEOs with 250 employees or more in the United States to sign on and go through our power of 30 program. So they start out with the 30 minutes in chair of the chair of joy and they go all the way to the um, this final program, which is the seven, seven month uh, process. Mm -hmm where they earned their award um, of the culture of joy. And we have a very special name of it that we're going to be announcing soon. So that's one way. Um, we also have the quiz of joy that we'll be able to determine. Um, you know, We really wanna measure what our stats are from the beginning of, of going into a corporation to the very end. So we think that productivity, um, we think communication, we think top and bottom line, we think um, we think just overall well-being, not, you know, joy isn't a uh, nine to five job, right? It's 24 seven. So, you know, we will be able to, to uh, quiz all the employees after the end. 
at the end of the program. So that's, those are a couple of things. Did, did anything else I might add or a question that you might have around that? No, I think you know, that literally takes me to the next step because mm -hmm. with your past business success, what you have also realized that you need to build the right organization around and recently based on an announcement you made at C-Streets and you know, I was fortunate to also hear about that is you took a big step forward by hiring the first CEO of Joyly. Yes. Orly Armour. Mm -hmm. And more I got to know her, what I really loved was this is a super influencer, but she's, she has a big heart. Like every conversation I have had with her, I was expecting her to start by saying, okay, Arjun, like I need this from you. No. She starts every conversation with, what can I do for you, Arjun? Okay. And, you know, it just to the point where in the corporate world, I'm not used to that being the starter of a conversation. And it just really gets me that, you know, now that I've realized after four conversations with Orly, that's who she is. But at the same time, I find that she's also gets things done. Like at the end of every meeting, we accomplish on time. So a little bit tell me about how you got to the big step to move forward. How did you find her? Like what made you choose Orly? And how is this journey with Orly going to move forward and take us to the world of joy? Well, I put that conversation off for a year because I feel like when you want to create a vision in the world, it's really difficult to bring in other people because you don't really know which direction it's going to take or will you lose control. So it was really scary. But I found six amazing CEOs to interview from different parts of the United States from the country. And I settled on Orly. She's from, I met her through a C-suite acquaintance. Um, and she just came highly recommended. I think the word was bulldozer. So I'm not really sure <laughs> that I would describe her that way, but that's the word that I heard. And I'm the one that you said is giving, 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 sharing, 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 and, and never really asking. So that's her job. And um, I think what she says is we are bringing Joyly programs to companies where the CEO is open to implementing the language of joy culture to promote employee top talent retention that will increase productivity, develop high level communication, creating a faster trip to increase top and bottom line. So that's her objective. She's uh, in the middle of putting together a strategic plan for the next three years. Um, she's very well connected. Uh, she has thousands and I don't even know the numbers of uh, people in her organization that we are, we are now connected to. So the world really is our oyster. And just the fact that she went out and bought a chair of joy for her own room and she calls it the corner of joy and she practices it and she talks about it religiously every day, all day long to everyone she talks to. I mean, that's the kind of people that we're attracting. She's just she's just the beginning of the influencers that are coming to Joyly. And I'm so proud and happy to know her. Yeah, I'm also glad you shared about her living Joyly because to me, I really feel that, you know, the three words that is next to the Joyly logo is find, be, share. Mm -hmm. And I really feel that, you know, she found it, she's being it, and then she's sharing. Because if you don't share from my heart to your heart, it just becomes a business. And I want Joyly to be very successful, but I really want the heart to grow. And I really am grateful that you found the right person. Me too. 
I'm blessed. I really am. And I think I told her, I said, she was a black horse and I'm or, or vice versa. One of us was on a black, black horse and one of us was on a white horse. And I said, eventually we'll be going down the, uh, the track on the brown horse in the middle together. And luckily it's only been two and a half weeks, I think, since she's came on board and we are already on that brown horse. And it feels so good to, to go down because, it, because I'm not the face of Joyly. I think that that all of us that live in joy are the face of Joyly. And that's the kind of organization and the kind of heart that needs to uh, lead this, this process into the world as we go forward. Love that. You're listening to Secrets to Win Big with Arjun Sen. Today, my VIP guest is Cheryl Lynn, the founder of Joyly. Cheryl evokes joy everywhere she goes. 275 people already have sat on the chair of joy and they're let's call it 276, because I have also, and their life will not be the same after that. She believes that where there's joy, there is life. And that whole mantra of find, be, and share is so powerful. So Cheryl, now we'll go to a little bit beyond, because I just want to understand you, the human being, how you make decisions, and what makes you successful. So this last section is rapid question, short three to seven word answers. Think, you know, Arjun on the other side is a little attention deficit. So it's a few words. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's do okay. this. So going beyond the bigger world of joy, what advice do you have for any leader in any walk of life to be successful? Well, I think my answer is the, so in C-suite, they asked us to pick a word of the year, right? And it took me a minute to get there because everyone would think my word is joy, but the true answer is my word is stillness. Mm -hmm. So I think for leaders to get to a place of true success, they need to, you know, all the talking needs to subside and the sitting still in the chair of joy really needs to happen. I think uh, Eckhart Tolle said it best. He said, uh, "Vitality, peace, and vitality, vitality and peace. That is the answer to joy." Love that. Mm -hmm. How do you define a big win? So big wins are, um, boy, I think a mother of three, as you were speaking about your daughter, I feel very similar. I think that everything I do every day is, is to, is to ca causes me to look sideways at them and see if they're hearing and if they're listening. And as I bring in CEOs and influencers and I'm having conversations worldwide with people like you, Arjun. And, you know, I just sense that their heads are going up and they're paying attention. And so a big win for me is seeing my daughter move to Denver and buy a beautiful home. And my other one, my other daughter creating, you know, a beautiful corporation within our family business. And another one following all her dreams in Portland, Oregon. Like my kids have kind of vamoosed, but, um, but we're still really close, so. I also have asked, would prompt you a little bit to give a shout out for a person you haven't mentioned yet. And I was very fortunate to meet him. So do you want to talk about him a little bit? Because he's such an amazing human being and a presence in your life. Well, there's going to be a book about my husband someday, Mike Robinson. He has been the knight in shining armor since I met him 20 years ago. And through all the, you know, 55 domains and many moves and trying to figure out, you know, the exact name for what it was that we were doing, it would make sense. He just always shook his head and said, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. So he's, he's uh, you know, he's, he's, 
I don't want to say a follower because that's not what he is. He's just a dreamer with me. And I think to have that in a life partner is mm -hmm. beyond what anyone could ask for. Absolutely. And I have found also that not only he has amazing wisdom, but his wisdom comes from a cheerleader who's always there next to you. But at the same time, sometimes that cheerleader can make you weak. He's not that kind of a cheerleader. He's the cheerleader that makes you stronger for tomorrow and day after and always celebrates. So Mike, you are amazing, man. Love you. You are incredible. Thank you. So now let's move forward to, you know, I've seen working with leaders that leaders sometimes rule out some obstacles from their mind. Like top athletes I work with, they remove the word no or impossible from the dictionary. So if I worked with Cheryl and I was an intern shadowing you for seven days, what is the word I would never hear you say? And what is the word Cheryl says most often? Oh, so the word that I never say is news. What's in the news? What's going on in the news? What happened in the news? Turn on the news. Do not ever say that, ever. <laughs> Why? What? Why Why do you not? Oh, just, just because there's, well, you know, the obvious reasons. I mean, A, it's time consuming and B, anything that ever comes up is really disheartening. And, and distracting, yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. And what's the word that Cheryl says most often? So I think, I think the, uh, what is the, so, you know, it's probably back to stillness again. I mean, it, it's in my adventure. It's in my day. I have to make sure that there's stillness somewhere three times a day. And so I would say stillness and peace and calm. Those, those are my three main mantras all the time. And joy, of course. Okay. And joy, of course. <laughs> I want that to be all of our word though. That's, that's all of our words. <laughs> so Today, you are at an amazing, unique place. And as you described at the very beginning, this has been culminating based on your journey. And ever since when you were four years old from there, life literally brought you here. If you take this whole experience and went back and found that young shirt, she's mm. just getting ready to graduate from high school, full of energy, will change the world. What would be one piece of advice, just one piece of advice you would give that incredible kid before she starts her journey from high school? I would say buy a really nice backpack. That would be, I think the tone for my life would be to always stay on the adventure, to always look for the, 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 the risk, if you will, the, the what's possible, the, the mountain that no one climbs, the path that no one took. So that's what I would tell her. Get back I love that. And I think you found the title of your book. That's <laughs> the title of your book, Buy a Really Nice Backpack. I love that. And the moment you said it, <laughs> I realized how incredible this conversation would be because you talked about the journey ahead. Because to me, this is an unknown journey, mm -hmm. amazing journey ahead. Brilliant, brilliant. Love that. Thank you. Another thing I look at is I have found that leaders who are successful are not random. They have a process. Yeah. And because success, which doesn't have a process, cannot be repeated. Mm -hmm. So if you're comfortable, can you share with me what's the first thing that you do when you're starting your work side of your life? And what's the last thing do you do, you do when you're winding things down that we can learn from and learn? Well, Arjun, I hate to be repeti repetitious, but I spent 20 years and worked with an executive from Hallmark, Kevin Tracy, who took a, you know, a worldview down at what we're doing with the Chair of Joy. 
And there is no other thing. I've gone through meditation, manifestation, affirmations. I mean, I feel like I've tried it, tossed it all up and had it all try to land in my heart somewhere. And nothing matters more than starting my day in the chair of joy, taking two, be- two, two deep breaths in and thinking about things from yesterday or the, the, you know, the months before about what gave me joy and let them savor into my body. It's neuroplasticity, right? Rick mm-hmm. Hansen talks about it. He said, just, you know, let those moments resonate in your body and your joy vibration can't help go up so it's the same answer morning and night really? <laughs> yes <laughs> this is such a fascinating conversation so if i could ask you one question or you could step in my shoes and ask you that question what would be that question that you would ask Cheryl Lynn? Well, everybody always says, how can you even have this conversation with the challenge and the chaos in the world Okay. Is that what you Sorry, mean? Let me interrupt you just for a yeah. second. Sorry. Yeah. This big serious question came to my mind. Okay. <laughs> With the world going through so much of chaos, how could you even think <laughs> of this concept right now? What a brilliant question. Like I would even take it a step beyond that COVID did not stop you to go on a 15 or 20 day tour. And what I even loved was before you started the journey, you opened the window one day and there was, I don't want to finish that sentence. Can you tell us what was there? Like, I love that story of the symbolism and the icon when you saw the word joy across. So that was brilliant. Yes, I was in a quandary about the whole COVID thing. It's like, do you, can I really put the chair in my van with my backpack and drive from here from, I'm in Wisconsin to Dallas and Houston and Orlando. And then I went to Atlanta, Cleveland, Madison, Chicago, a bunch of others, 15 cities. Would I really be able to do that? And what would the world, you know, what would, would they embrace me or they would think I was nuts? You know, what would happen? So I got all the, took all the temperatures, figured out the plan. And, and in the moment of quandary, I looked out my window and it was December 1st and the neighbor that day put up one of those big joy signs, you know, uh, it's mm-hmm. four feet hot, tire, tall or whatever it is, J-O-Y, like literally 30 feet from my, from my window. So it was insane. I was like, all right, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. and then as far as the challenge yes so as far as the challenge if people ask me that all the time and i would say if if your your vocabulary it's all the law of attraction right i think everybody's pretty well versed with what that is you get more of what it is that you give your attention to what you focus on is what you get more of if you want more joy focus on joy if you want more chaos focus on more chaos if you want more challenge focus on challenge and so i say every day is my life challenging are there a zillion obstacles are there is there so much stress and overwhelm or is my day filled with joy right? And then I have to answer the answers. Yes, the day is filled with joy. Life is filled with joy. And I know that because my practice is I have to like consciously stop and think, what will I do today to produce joy? Mm -hmm. And I am working. I'm, man, I'm busy. I had 28 conversations last week, one-on-one with people who are just pounding on my calendar, wanting to sit in a chair of joy. So I, 
I schedule in made make a pot of cauliflower soup. I love cauliflower soup and it's so much fun to make. So the answer to that is, first of all, change your vocabulary and say what it is that you want. If you want your day to be filled with, you know, ease of meetings and fabulous connections and open-ended opportunities, then say that and expect it and watch it flow in. So that's really what's been happening for everybody that's been going through the Chair of Joy process is the ability to, uh, to be aware and then to accept it and be grateful for it when it lands in their lap. Love that. So anything you want to share and how can people get in touch with you? Oh, so much to share, but no, you know what? You gave me a beautiful platform. I think I've said everything I wanted to say. I would ask everybody to, you know, wear some yellow, put on a smile, look for joy in other people. I think um, there's so many of us that are listening probably on this show that are already leaders of joy. Like I would, if you're in a Zoom meeting, like look for it, look for the people that say, you know, say something unique or, you know, pause on somebody went somewhere with their dog and they did something with their baby, like pay attention to that and compliment and really let the word joy permeate to the top of your conversations. It, you know, happy is the thing that we chase after, right? For me, it was, oh, let's get a new car over these years, or let's move to a new house, or maybe it's the shirt or the new pair of shoes. That's all great. And it's wonderful to be happy and feel great, but it's, it goes away faster than it stays. So joy, I would just ask everybody to start using the word joy everywhere they go with everyone they meet. And how can they get in touch with us? Joyly.com. And uh, we, we have a text messaging program on there. We're looking for CEOs all across the United States who want to come play with us. We're taking a big tour in October, excuse me, May through the West Coast and then uh, in, in uh, October through the East Coast, ending up in Washington, D.C. Cheryl, thank you. This is such a fascinating conversation. And as I listen to you, you know, the thing that hit me hard is what you said at the very beginning is what we want and what we seek, it gets flooded. Happiness is what we chase, but it was beautifully said that you find it, it goes away. It's like that instant weight loss program, but even when you're going through it, you know you lose five to gain 10 and you have a bigger problem after that. Mm -hmm. And joy is, you know, let it permeate in your life. And I really loved what you talked about is when you asked me to sit on the chair of joy was tap into and let that moment sink, permeate, flow through you. And, and to me, I think it's an amazing feeling once you feel it, it's simply, wow. I love that whole concept of joy is inside, find, be, find, be, and share. And buy a really nice backpack because I really think that was a brilliant concept because life has one thing, life has certainty is its uncertainty, okay? You and I know that everything we plan for tomorrow, life will change and makes an amazing video game. It's never the same. And I really want to finish with, as you and I have talked about this, and you know, I always, when I listen to you, I go back to an incredible story my grandma used to talk about is the musk deer, okay? The mm -hmm. musk deer is one of those rare deers which is locates in the, Northern Himalayas, also some are in Siberia. And scientists have found that this is the most restless animal ever. Like in today's world, if you put a GPS on it, it may do most number of steps than anybody ever. And over time, what they found was this musk deer 
is always driven by this strong aroma that it seeks. And finally, scientists realize that this musk deer has that aroma deep inside it. So think, all its life, the goofy musk deer, the most active deer ever, searches for something it already has. And that's the part where I really feel the conversation, the story my grandma started made me, you know, get me to the halfway mark and you finish it for me every time is joy is inside us. You didn't give me a formula to find joy by a three-step process, mix it with this. It's not a chemistry or a physics experiment. You help me go inside me and find my joy and left me with a very simple question, Arjun, what stops you from living that every day? And the choice is ours, brilliant, incredible conversation, which I really am appreciative to have the best seat in the house to have that. Thank you again, Cheryl, thank you. Thank you for having me, I appreciate it. You have a great day. Thank you. And thank you all for listening to this incredible conversation with Cheryl Lynn. This is Arjun, happy listening. And looking forward to bringing you another conversation with another fascinating leader, but this one would be tough to beat very soon. Thank you again. You've been listening to Secrets to Win Big with Arjun Sen, founder and CEO of Zen Mango, top brand growth driver and a former Fortune 500 executive who has been called one of the most marketing intelligent minds in the business. To learn more, visit www.zenmango.com. Share this podcast with your friends and subscribe wherever you like to listen to podcasts. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.